Today's readings all impress upon us a sense of urgency. Urgency to more fully repent of our sins and to embrace the fullness of the gospel. We see this sense of urgency run through the readings, connecting them like a thread. In the first reading, we hear the story of Jonah. Jonah goes through the city of Nineveh, which we hear is an enormously large city, thousands and thousands of people, and he tells everyone to repent. And almost instantly, they all heed his message. They do not wait, but right away, they put on sackcloth and they sit in ashes, this symbol that they are embracing the path of conversion. In the second reading then, St. Paul continues to impress upon us the sense of urgency, telling us that time is running out. He then explains that we should not attach ourselves to anything in this world because everything in this world is passing away. Time is running out. And so we need to embrace the gospel now and not await, wait around until tomorrow. And then the gospel today, Jesus begins his public ministry. You think that as he began his public ministry, he would ease into things, that he would slowly ramp up the intensity of his message, but he doesn't. He comes out guns blazing right away, saying this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand now, so repent and believe in the gospel. I think the point of all this is that we should not put off until tomorrow what God is calling us to do today. A lot of times the Holy Spirit prompts us to do things for God, to respond to his grace more entirely. But then we think, yeah, that's good, but for another day, I'll continue on as I am for now. That's not the way we should do it though, friends. When the Lord calls us, we need to respond. Maybe you've been thinking about going to confession. Maybe it's been quite a while. You think, well, one of these weeks, I'll get it done. Don't keep kicking the can down the road. Do it as soon as you can. Maybe you think, you know, I should really start to pray a holy hour in the Adoration Chapel every week. Someday I'll get to it. Don't wait around anymore. Embrace that challenge now. Maybe you think, you know, I know there's somebody who really could use a visit from me, somebody perhaps who is sick or elderly. I'll get to it someday. Don't wait around. Do it now. Maybe it is increasing your prayer life. Maybe you want to start praying the rosary every single day. Don't wait around till tomorrow. Do it now. The Lord is calling us to deeper conversion each and every single day. If we look in the gospel today, we have some beautiful examples of how the apostles immediately responded to the call of Christ. First, Jesus encounters Simon and Andrew, and they are casting their nets in the sea, for they were fishermen. I used to do a lot of fishing myself, and in the middle of afternoon fishing, the last thing I would want is for somebody to interrupt me and tell me to call it quits. You know, when you're after maybe bass or northern or you've really laid into a school of bluegill, you don't want to stop, you want to keep going. But when Jesus calls Simon and Andrew, they instantly follow him. Then he sees James and his brother John. They're mending their nets. They need to do this to keep the family business going. Jesus calls them, 
Instantly, they leave their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and they follow him. The Lord calls us to deeper conversion every day because he wants to renew his life within us. There is no coasting in the spiritual life. Constantly, the Lord wants to renew his grace within us. This allows us to live lives that are fresh and lively and beautiful. Sinners are the ones who live boring, stale lives. Saints are the ones who live exciting lives because their lives are always being renewed by the grace of God. Several years ago, this parish discerned that we could use a little renewal in this physical church as well. And now we begin to see the fruits of that renewal. Tomorrow, as I mentioned, Archbishop Listecki will come and formally dedicate this new altar. In effect, he will baptize the altar. He will sprinkle it with holy water. He will chrismate it or anoint it with holy chrism. He will put burning charcoals on it and burn incense from it. In doing so, he will make this altar a fitting place of sacrifice. At this Mass, though, before tomorrow, I want to bless some special things. As I mentioned, the ambry, then the ambo, the celebrant's chair, and the tabernacle, and the cross. So we're going to take a few moments and do that now. If you would please stand and direct your attention to the back of church as we bless the ambry. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, you anointed priests and prophets and kings of old with the oil of gladness. You infuse your church with the gifts of the Holy Spirit and heal, comfort, and sanctify those anointed with oil in your name. Let this ambry remind us always of your sacramental mysteries. May the holy oils kept here, the oil of the sick, the oil of catechumens, and holy chrism, Confirm our unity in faith and prayer with our bishop and with all the members of your church and be effective signs of the love that you pour forth into our hearts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless this Ambry, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we have now come to bless this Ambo and begin its sacred use namely as the symbol to us all of the table of God's word that provides the first and necessary nourishment for our Christian life. Let us take part in this celebration attentively, listening faithfully to God speaking to us. Let us pray. O God, who have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light, we owe you our thanks at all times. You satisfy the hunger in our hearts with the sweet nourishment of your word. When we gather together in this church, you remind us again and again of your wondrous words and works. We pray that in this church we may listen to the voice of your Son, so that, responding to the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we may not be hearers only, but doers of your word. Grant that those who proclaim your message from this lectern may show us how to direct our lives so that we will walk in the ways of Christ, following him faithfully until we reach eternal life. May Almighty God bless this Ambo, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We now bless the celebrant's chair. Lord Jesus, with one voice we praise your holy name 
and raise our hearts to you in prayer. You are the good shepherd who came to gather your scattered sheep into one fold. Through those you have chosen as ministers of your truth, feed your faithful through your chosen shepherds, lead them. Then one day gather both shepherds and flock into the joyous green pastures of eternity where you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God bless this celebrant's chair, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We will now bless the tabernacle and the cross above it. Lord and Father of all holiness, from whom the true bread from heaven has come down to us, bless us and this tabernacle we have prepared for the sacrament of Christ's body and blood through our adoration of your Son present in the Eucharist. Lead us to a closer union with the mystery of redemption. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God, Father, all holy, for your boundless love. The tree, once the source of shame and death for humankind, has become the cross of our redemption and life. When his hour had come to return to you in glory, the Lord Jesus, our King, our priest, and our teacher, freely mounted the scaffold of the cross and made it his royal throne, his altar of sacrifice, his pulpit of truth. On the cross, lifted above the earth, he triumphed over our age-old enemy. Cloaked in his own blood, he drew all things to himself. On the cross, he opened out his arms and offered you his life, the sacrifice of the new law that gives to the sacraments their saving power. On the cross, he proved what he had prophesied. The grain of wheat must die and bring forth an abundant harvest. Father, we honor this cross as the sign of our redemption. May we reap the harvest of salvation planted in pain by Christ Jesus. May our sins be nailed to his cross, the power of life released, pride conquered, and weakness turned to strength. May the cross be our comfort in trouble, our refuge in the face of danger, our safeguard on life's journey, until you welcome us to our eternal home. May Almighty God bless this crucifix, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 